Welcome back, everybody, to another installment of Clear the Dance Floor here on Radio Free Brooklyn with me, your host, Colby Smith, with you until the 5 o'clock hour on this Sunday evening in the greatest city in the world. Now, let's go right to our guest. Our guest today, he is one of the founders of the Squirrel Theater here in New York. He is a genius improviser, but he's also a good pal to go to the movies with. True? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Keen. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to the new era. You were mm. a, a, a repeat guest on mm. my old show. Yeah. And now you're here for the first Just time with one. The intro music was lush. Yeah. It was really beautiful. Yeah. I loved it. That's uh, uh, from the Goldfinger soundtrack. Okay. It was definitely giving me Bond vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. Well, welcome. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Are you prepared for our topic today? Which is, as you know, so the Sight and Sound poll. Let's just set this up for people. Mm -hmm. Okay. The okay. Sight and Sound poll is Sight and Sound is a British film magazine. It's been around for many, many years. And every 10 years, they release their updated list of the 250 greatest movies of all time as collected. Both There are two lists now, that, but it's mostly historically it's been like film critics around the world mm -hmm. uh, uh, making their list. And now there are two lists, one that's that reflects filmmakers opinions. I think that started in the 90s. Yeah. The filmmakers one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but it's really it's the critics list that gets mm. all the all the buzz mm -hmm. and it's the one taken most seriously by the magazine mm, I yeah, would say, yeah. right <laughs> like, yeah i think so like, like i have it here we were talking a little bit beforehand and it's like the big spread is like this is it the poll and then like in the back it's like and here's the director's list. <laughs> <laughs> but the big story is that uh there's a, a new champion crowned mm -hmm. uh, uh uh and i don't even know uh, where I had, I'll be honest with you, because you made fun of me for this whenever I admitted that too, which is that I had never heard of this movie <laughs> before. It was it was the new number one. I feel like I'm gonna come off like such a jerk on this episode, <laughs> and I'm I was really thinking on the way here about being like really like gracious and like open minded, and but also you know people want to hear strong opinions, so they do. They do. so being a little bit of a jerk is okay. Do you mean as far as your thoughts about the movies or yeah, okay, and okay. and people's and you know reaction to people's opinions about the movies yes and not yes, just yours yes. but you know right. this, uh generally in society <laughs> so you're coming over here just being like how can i not be a huge bitch to colby <laughs> <laughs> certainly <laughs> certainly that rocks um yeah i guess it's i don't know it's like it's it's surprising that you had never heard of it before yeah, yeah. because i do feel like it is because it's like that kind of thing where the title sticks with you a little bit because mm -hmm. it's, I couldn't even tell you the full title off the top of my head, but it's so long that it's like kind of yeah. visually, once you've seen it, you're like, oh, I remember that title yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. And I, I mean, I'm scared to pronounce it, honestly, because yeah, I'm sure it's wrong. Do you know I, how to do it correctly? It's like Jean Dielman. Jean Dielman. Jean Dielman. Okay. And then uh, the rest, I wouldn't. I, I it's like an I'm address. I'm not seeing it the rest, me. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, an address. Yeah. The rest yeah. is like an address. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something about Brussels right. at the end. <laughs> Brussels is at the end. Yeah, yeah, I think 1080 is maybe a part of the yeah. title. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, oh, and it's like Key de Commerce, maybe. Yes, wow. Okay. 20, it's like 23, which again, I, in French, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Is it, and... Is it even all in French? The movie? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, I think it's, um, what is Belgium? What do they speak there? <laughs> Flemish? No. I don't know. They speak. God, this is humiliating. Belgian? I know. Now I'm like, 
Oh, yikes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Jean, so, Jean Dielman. I think most yes. people refer to it as Jean Dielman. Yes. And I think yes. you can just call it that, and that's uh, okay. But it, so it's the big story, not only because it's the first, uh, uh, you know, film not directed by, you know, a white man to mm-hmm. get the crown spot, but also the drama of the previous years of the previous as the 2012 list was Vertigo had unseated Citizen Kane from the top spot. And everyone was like, is it going to happen again? Is it going to, we're going to get a repeat? And then boom, out of nowhere, he co- here comes Chantal Ackerman <laughs> <laughs> swinging a golf club to Jimmy Stewart's legs. <laughs> She did that. <laughs> <laughs> and here it is at the top. Yeah. But Vertigo retained its uh its its number two ahead of Citizen Kane at number three. Yeah. Yeah. But that's surprising. I it think it is surprising. Are you a big Vertigo fan? I am not. I think, I'm not either. I think oh, we we're on the we, same page. Uh, yeah, about we've talked Vertigo. about this before. Yeah. yeah. So don't worry. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> But I don't want to insult anyone out there who loves it. Well, like all the critics who voted it. Apparently, two. yeah, Jesus. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not big on Hitchcock in general, to be honest. With I think you. I am big on Hitchcock, but yeah. it's like it's depends, depends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there, I think Psycho's incredible. Psycho's. I think Psycho might be my personal favorite. Yeah, I think it might be the best one for me. Yeah, I think I think yeah. for me too. But there's other ones I really like. Mm-hmm. There are good ones. Don't I get like me wrong. Saboteur. I like Saboteur Marnie. is really cool. I like yeah. the birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to think. Oh, I love Notorious. You know what? That's one you got to watch. It's really yeah, good. Yeah, this is the one with Cary Grant. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, Ingrid. And Ingrid Bergman. Ingrid Bergman. Yeah. It's really um, good. I think yeah. it's like the big blockbustery ones that I don't like. I don't connect to North by Northwest really. Uh, yeah, I don't either. North yeah. by Northwest is fun, mm-hmm. but it's not. There's like it's kind of yeah. It is. It, he does have just like a blockbuster feel. Yeah, I feel like Vertigo is just like because it's so much about like looking yeah. that it's just like film people eat that shit up, <laughs> which is just like get over it. Like I know. It's so it's a very boring movie. I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I the fir- I will never forget going to see it. I, I saw it at Film Forum here mm-hmm. within my first like months of of uh, living in New York. Oh wow! And you I was were so really, excited. Like, New York City film yeah. culture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, I'm ready to dive in to see this mm-hmm. big, you know, historic important movie. Yeah. And I remember after she, you know, jumps off the roof or falls off the roof mm-hmm. for the for the first for- time. <laughs> <laughs> Six more times after that. Six more times after that. <laughs> I was like, I'm digging this. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, this is cool. It's like okay. you got some some interesting visuals. It's a lot of, like, uh, postcard beauty of San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. And it's fun to, like, follow her around a little bit. It's, like, kind of mysterious, yeah. you know. Um, and then I was like, but, you know, we must be, we must be, it must be almost over, you know. And then there is so <laughs> much movie left. And this whole thing where he, like, meets her and he tries to get her to dress up like, there's a woman he knew mm-hmm. is like, it's so tiresome. And I feel like people are just, oh, it's Hitchcock's comment on what he does to his yeah. reading room. It's like, but what is he saying? Yeah. Oh, I do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I need a little more than that. Yeah. I also like not like always a fan of like, I don't like prioritize or uh, hold up high like filmmakers who are divulging personal yeah like picadillos kind of thing for sure so is that the right way to use that word definitely like Bo is afraid haven't seen it but i figure that's the same thing right where it's like oh my god it's like he's really putting himself out there and it's like i don't care yeah like i don't care about your fucked up little brain it doesn't like automatically make it good make it good or interesting yeah. you know what i mean yeah it's like it, it i feel like it's way more 
like Mean Streets is like a personal film for mm-hmm. him. Like he's talking, it's but it's like it's incidental to like the plot. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you're connecting with like the the guilt and the shame mm-hmm. of like your Catholic upbringing or whatever, not the like specific yeah. details of of like street crime. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like you got to put you got to put that stuff in yeah, something else. Totally. Yeah, you got to put it in something else. Wake up. <laughs> In 10 years, Vertigo better be number 30 <laughs> or I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I do think people were like, Vertigo won't be number one. Yeah. Because they were like, it was kind of a shock that it even was. It was it was controversial, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people, a lot of Wells heads being like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, oh, yeah. like outraged, oh, you know, yeah. and which I get. are stronger than ever. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. That's that Netflix thing. Well, let's let's talk about this. <laughs> so I'll tell you what. Part of what part of the thrill of getting the magazine mm-hmm. for me was that there, in addition to like the big list and you see everybody's ballots and like mm-hmm. there are these really cool like write ups from interesting people about all the movies, is that they they started off with the like through the decades. Ooh, uh, yeah. uh, you see the That's top fun. ten from like twenty twelve, two thousand two, going all the way back to nineteen fifty two. Wow, where the first the first poll, mm-hmm. which is very Eurocentric, I might add. <laughs> it's yeah. like Bicycle Thieves is the best movie mm-hmm. uh, that year. But speaking of Wells, a movie that shows up over and over again from 62 to 92 is Magnificent Ambersons, which is like it feels greedy for him to have two in the top 10. Absolutely. Who are all these people voting for two of his movies? (laughs) I mean, for real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Have you seen Magnificent Ambersons? Mm -hmm. I only watched recently. It's really good. It's really good. (laughs) It's really good. It's but it's also it's an adaptation, isn't it? It's adapted from a novel. So, so what do you say? What do you say about that? I I I just mean that's okay. (laughs) It's okay, but it's a different type of achievement, I think, than than Citizen Kane. Interesting. I don't. I don't think I. I would not separate an adaptation from an original. Idea. I think it's still. I I can. I can compare the two yeah 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 yeah. yeah. well i just mean i because when i saw the movie Mm -hmm. i was like this opening narration is Mm -hmm. like so amazing i was like Mm -hmm. it's mesmerizing i mean it's a really great sequence i'm not taking away anything away from it but i also i was like oh that's just like from the book yeah yeah, you know but you're right it doesn't take away from the whole whole thing i think something about that movie though is like it's like unfinished yeah that's like an interesting thing about it which is another reason why i was so surprised to see it yeah in the list at all because the, the i mean it's, now it's a famous story that like the la- the ending is like not what he mm-hmm. wanted at all that like the studio completely re and like it's been all this footage have, has been lost mm-hmm. you know like his original ending you can't even see yeah uh so i wonder if it's like just goodwill toward that of like what yeah, happened what it that, like been. carried it up to the top 10 for so many yeah. years he's also so flashy mm-hmm. i think that's got to be part of it yeah yeah people love the flash it's very theatrical yeah yeah um yeah do you like him do you like wells you know i do (laughs) but i also am like i haven't even seen like most of his work Mm -hmm. i think i've seen magnificent ambersons and citizen kane okay and maybe that's it no i've never seen that for fake okay yeah yeah that's an interesting one the third man is he just in that he's just in that yeah but it feels like a really iconic wells performance you know because he gets to show up what's great about that movie is that he gets to show up like most of the way in mm-hmm. and then he's like a huge character yeah. after that and everybody's been talking about him up until then they're just yeah. like well my buddy harry lime would have had the perfect thing to say about this <laughs> and then he shows up it's That's a star funny. part yeah <laughs> i saw him in like a pasolini short 
oh yeah as like a director and he was just hamming it up yeah yeah he's yeah. fun i think yeah that's another thing too he is like such a character personality that mm-hmm. it's like easy to hold him up a little bit absolutely yeah. yeah it's interesting too because like he because he had so many money troubles yeah. uh, throughout his career he was just like available in ways that i feel <laughs> yeah. like like directors now are, are like he was just mm-hmm. like going and doing bits on like dean martin yeah. show like when he's you know, he's like having trouble moving around, but he's still like there being like game for mm-hmm. what's going on. But he was just like hustling. You yeah, know what I mean? He's just like commercials. Remember, like yeah. old Orson Welles is here. Like, yeah. like <laughs> looking for some money for my movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I think has just ne- that has gone away. Completely. Yeah. Well, he was he he was such a yeah he was such a hustler and such a like um because he was like an actor too. So mm-hmm. he was like such a performer like creating radio stuff and like getting his troop together and sort of like really the driving force of all that. So you could tell he like wanted to be a star and like a big important thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so he never gave up on that. Yeah. He never gave up on his dreams. (laughs) (laughs) That's the lesson. Yeah. Never give up on your dreams. (laughs) But now he's third. Huh? Now he's third. Now he's third. Yeah. Now he's third. Yeah. And fourth. Now this is one I feel like you and I have never you, in, in our in our personal mm. relationship have never talked about, oh, even wow. though it's a That's big guy. Nice. Which is number four this year is Tokyo Story. Okay. By our friend yeah. Mr. Ozu. Okay. Uh, what do you think about him? I think that might be in my memory the only one of his I've ever seen, mm-hmm. and it's pretty incredible. It's for amazing. Sure. Yeah, 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 it's really amazing. I love like watching old movies like that and then like the characters, the character of, um, oh my God, I can't even remember. It's like a daughter, but she's also maybe not, she's a, oh, she's a daughter-in-law, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. How like, how sad she is <laughs> yeah. while still being like happy is like really, feels almost shocking and it's like really nice to see. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh wow, this character is so different from, I feel like a lot of the characters we see and so powerful yeah um yeah i thought it was great absolutely yeah i um talking about hot takes Mm -hmm. i find kurosawa kind Mm. of dry Mm -hmm. kind of inaccessible to me okay but there is there is maybe a dryness to ozu's movies but i it it just it completely enveloped i'm so into it yeah uh, for him and i don't really know what the difference is but uh there is I, I do want to appreciate that. But like I was like, this movie could be, could not be slower. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I have so much more patience for it here than in the, like maybe it's because Chris, I was always doing these like kind of more actiony. Yeah. Stories. I say he's like also more like, it's like high concept. Yeah. Sound of like big kind of like ideas. Yeah. yeah. And this is like such small ideas played so realistically. Yeah. Naturalistically. Mm. Um, yeah. Really good. Really. Yeah. That kind of like icy emotionality. Definitely. I mean, even just like if two characters in an Ozu movie are like eating rice at a restaurant, <laughs> yeah. I have the and I had the same thing when I was like watching Mad Men, where I'm just like, I want to be in that room. Oh, you know, yeah, it's yeah, like it looks yeah. so comfortable and mm-hmm. so inviting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. The one thing that sticks with me is like the parents. They like force the parents to like go on like a little vacation yeah. to yeah, see, yeah. and they like hate it. <laughs> they yeah. want to go home. <laughs> That sticks with me. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. Really yeah. Nice. He, yeah. It is funny. It's like 
you feel like some of these movies are like canonized mm-hmm. and then them being a part and then them being canonized sort of like propels them forward and not to take away from how good they are but it is yeah. kind of like oh yeah there's sort of like an agreement it's like tokyo story like ozu is so important ozu is so good yeah let's all agree like tokyo story is the one <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely absolutely yeah. uh because well i think he's another person too who like if 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 we're gonna open this up, you know, and say like, well, which one is actually good? It's like so many of them are like the exact same. Yeah, a lot of yeah, them yeah. are just like uh, a, a lonely student comes home from university <laughs> to find that things are a little amiss in yeah. his parents' relationship. <laughs> his aging know. parents. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, um, but they're cool. Yeah, they're cool. That's another one. You know, I. Uh, did cinema studies in college and there's Mm -hmm. so many movies I haven't seen and it's like Ozu obviously is just such a like mammoth figure in cinema and he was just one where it was just like oh yeah I get it but never seeing it yeah so I only saw Tokyo Story very recently and like obviously you when you see those movies you're just like oh yeah of course yeah like that's why everyone talks about it I know it's It's so nice to be to have it like confirmed in that way yeah Uh, as opposed to like a vertigo situation. Yeah, where you're like, <laughs> I paid $15 for this at yeah. film form. <laughs> Did you go see Tokyo Story? No, I saw it at home. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, that's, yeah. that's also nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see more. And I'd like to see them big. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, he's another one that I feel like is always kind of being exhibited totally. somewhere. Yeah, you know? for sure. And it's probably filmed at Lincoln Center. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In New York, we're blessed. We really are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like Metrograph will play him, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah quite yeah, a bit. Yeah. Quite mm-hmm. a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. But you, you're an anthology man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, right now they're playing, um, oh my gosh, Cocteau. All right. And they're like film essentials. You know, they like cycle yeah. through all these film essentials. And I think this weekend and maybe this upcoming week is Cocteau. Which I actually haven't seen a lot of his either, but I've seen like Beauty and the Beast. Have you seen that? Uh -uh. I don't think I've seen a single one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're really good too. Yeah. Yeah, That's another one where you're just like, oh, yeah, this is so good. Beauty and the Beast, I couldn't even say it in French, but (laughs) it's so, yeah, you're just like, oh, yeah, like everything you're doing in here has been stolen by so many people. Absolutely. And that is wild. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's very cool to see. Yeah. Um, let's just go down the list for okay. a couple. I, yeah. I mean, I don't want to go like completely in order, but there are just a couple I want to hit uh, yeah. here. Uh, I, have you seen, you have, have you seen Jean Dielman? No. Because we, we haven't really even talked about that. Not really. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty wild, right? I think I just, I mean, it's something that I think is so incredible about it being number one is like how actively um, non-entertaining it is. It's really entertaining to yes. watch. But when you think about the components of it, how actively unentertaining it is, which is very cool. And I love longer movies and definitely it's very long. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I think it's very cool that a sort of more like, you know, it's not I guess some people maybe would call it like structuralist film, but maybe it's sort of like on the edge of what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, a sort of like structuralist experimental kind of narrative yeah. that is like really digging into time would be our number one like cinema choice yeah 
I think that's really cool. It is cool. I mean, it's like it's cool to push this into like a weirder yeah, direction. Totally. This like the top ten of this list. Yeah. Because particularly, I mean, like if you look at these, it's a lot of the same. Yeah. It's a lot of the same titles showing up again, which like does make sense because it's like people, you know, voting for the same things totally. like year after year. And like Citizen Kane is like so entertaining. Yeah. Like Citizen Kane yeah, yeah. is like the model for like those are like mass media entertainment movie even though it is done like really artistically and has such like a strong point of view vision. Right. But for this to be like so anti that yes. is yeah. great. Yeah. And to be so anti, I mean, movies are getting longer like blockbusters, but they're all quick cuts, yeah. craziness, sort of like have it be something that feels so against the direction of like mainstream cinema. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's nice. Absolutely. Yeah. And even the rest of the top 10 is like yeah. Vertigo, Citizen Kane, you know, I mean, Tokyo Story in a different way. Totally. You know? yeah, but it, yeah. I mean, because it's slow, but it's still but it's like. It's very like story narrative. Yeah. 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 Like char- psychology of character mm-hmm. kind of like stuff, which yeah. isn't to say Jean Dillman isn't that, but it's like it is in a very different way. Totally. Or sort of indicates those things in a very different way yeah 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 it's cool there's also the element of like this is a movie from the 70s yeah it's like it's like the most recent winner (laughs) you know what i mean it's like but it's this you know this kind of hallowed decade now uh, for 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 filmmaking and so it's like it's the victory of like the new yeah of that of that generation absolutely yeah 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. okay so what's next on the list yeah (laughs) what's that tokyo story in the mood for love long car why here we go. Here's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> we should play a little game of too low, too high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. In- incredibly beautiful. Yes. Incredibly beautiful. Yes. I'm going to say way too high. <laughs> you know, but it. here's the thing is like, I don't, I, you know, because I'm just one man. <laughs> right, right. I just have one point of view. <laughs> of course. To me, it's like always interesting to think like, okay, well, what is like, you know, the totality of the work or what are maybe things it's doing that are like worthy of praise. Mm-hmm. And certainly that movie is like so good looking and yes. like so sumptuous and even like the sounds too, like so like sensory and beautiful. Mm-hmm. But... I've always just found it to be so boring. Yeah. And I like boring movies. Or like yeah, movies oh yeah. people consider boring. Right. But to me, I, that one, I'm always like, that's so boring. But, you know, maybe I don't really like love stories either. I mean. And it's not totally a love story, but it is, you know, in the mood for love. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> it is about a man and a woman. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I, I you think do, too low. <laughs> I, no, yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah. I mean, like, this should be number, number one. one. This should yeah. be above, uh, above mm-hmm. Vertigo. For, I mean, it should definitely be above Vertigo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, Vertigo, yeah. Uh, but it is kind of like, it's tough. This one is tough for me because it almost feels like it's do, it's it's like it's like above 2001 Space Odyssey. Which is, you know, come on. Which is crazy. <laughs> and I also like, I don't even get how one could make that argument. You know what I mean? Where yeah. It's like, I, I think people could. I don't yeah, know. I guess so. It is just like, it's art. So it's like you could truly argue whatever the hell you wanted okay, to. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I totally agree. I I don't think there's any argument that can be made that I would personally right, agree right, with. Right, right, right. That's that's more what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. I can't imagine you know like seeing them like next to each other oh, and being yeah. like oh yeah it's actually this you know yeah, this, this, one this story of like quiet of longing you know yeah. what i mean mm-hmm. um and i think like there are there are movies that are about 
that that are kind of like on the Ozu side of things where it's mm-hmm. about like unspoken feeling and they, totally. they have a lot like going on for them and they really like evoke something in you. But mm-hmm. then there are movies like 2001, which are about ideas. Yeah. And it's almost like th- there is emotion in 2001, I think, mm-hmm. uh, particularly in like the, the HAL 9000 like sequence mm-hmm. of the movie, like with those two guys. Um, but it's it's like it's incidental almost. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't think Kubrick is really as interested uh, in that. Yeah. Uh, uh, in like emotion or psychology. Yeah. 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 It's much more like uh societal kind of level stuff mm-hmm. than like psycho- psychological kind of right. level stuff. Right. Um yeah, what was I going to say? I forget. <laughs> but even like yeah, there I mean like I think in all these movies, yeah, there is that like sort of intense longing. Like I think even in John Dealman like you know, you get like a sort of like oh yeah, there's like emotions that are like so deeply buried under like placid surfaces Mm -hmm. kind of thing so yeah i think just like for me in the mood for love i'm just like i get it i get why people love it couldn't be me yeah (laughs) (laughs) one car why great great filmmaking i know i know really interesting happy together uh what's the other one chunking express yeah yeah, Uh, yeah but even movies like chunking express i feel like it's like i love half of it you know? Totally. I agree. I'm with you. I'm with you. I get why people love them. They are yeah. so good looking and yeah. the style of them yeah. is like so incredible. And like, you know, not to discount the rest of it, but it's just like, yeah, personally, it's like missing something. Yeah. Yeah. For me. Agreed. Yeah, Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you do you like Sai Ming Lai? Do you know who that yeah, is? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That goodbye Dragon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, saw that in Metrograph. Uh, yeah. Not too long ago. And thought it was really interesting yeah, yeah i like it that's another very boring movie but yes. the, kind of, the kind of boring that i like <laughs> yeah totally. For sure. totally yeah i like goodbye dragon in i think it's like definitely not like a, a top tier for me but no, it's no, like no. yeah it's good it yeah it's interesting it's, it's like that's that's a movie that's a good blend of like there is this this longing but it's also it's also kind of about ideas too mm-hmm. in a way it's like about like the the, the movie theater itself, you know? Yeah. But again, no one listening has seen this movie. <laughs> I should mention, too, if folks want to call in, our number is 718-673-8201. That's 718-673-8201. Uh, Please if you defend in the mood for love. Out. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Especially if you want to defend yeah. in the mood for love. Okay, uh, 2001's next? Uh, 2001's next. Incredible. Which, should be number one. I mean, well, and we should, it is number one for on the, the filmmakers list. Yeah, we yeah. love the filmmakers list. The filmmakers list is the list. Yeah, yeah. And you can claim sight and sound that the critics is the list the filmmakers is the list <laughs> um 2001 incredible movie really really good yeah did you so go good. a couple years ago whenever they did the big like 70 millimeter oh yeah road show. i think i've seen it on 70 millimeter like a few times yeah because they kind of always bring it back every few years they'll do it at the museum of the moving image yes. here we'll i've do seen it, a lot. it there once kelly quinn we saw it I saw it at Alamo, and I think they were doing that. And oh, then wow. I've definitely seen it a few other places. Yeah. Big. It's incredible. One time, I love the intermission, too. Oh, Me my too. God. A movie Me with too. the intermission? Yes, please. <laughs> um, I think when I saw it at Alamo, the intermission happened, and I was, like, walking out to use the restroom. And there was this little boy in the audience, and he was he was like, I thought I had seen this movie before, but there's a lot of parts I don't remember. <laughs> Which I think is like very much like everyone's experience with that movie. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's like there's absolutely no way you've 
ever seen this movie, little kid. Like, yeah. I will declare that right now. I don't know who you are, and you're some Brooklyn kid, but I will say you've never seen this movie, and you just think you have. <laughs> it's just reminding me that uh, this was not that long ago. I was watch- walking through Washington Square Park. And there was like a there was like a child with his parents, mm-hmm. um, and uh, he could not have been older than eight years old. Mm-hmm. And I just in our brief moment of passing each other, I heard him say to them, "Do you guys enjoy the Coen Brothers?" <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is his favorite Coen Brothers movie? Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? Yeah, he loves the music. He yeah. loves bopping along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He loves John Goodman. That should be an episode we do. We should rank the Coen Brothers movies. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be tough. That would be tough. Mm. I like them so much, man. They're really good. I really really like them. I think, like, you know, just off the top of my head, I do think No Country for Old Men is, like, really special. Absolutely. But I don't even, I mean, that feels like such a, like, whatever choice, but I think it really is my favorite of theirs. I mean, it it, it hits me in such a deep place, you know? Uh, but it's an adaptation, so uh, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I don't didn't care. make the list. Didn't make the list. Did any other movies make the list? Probably not. Coen Brothers? I don't think so. Yeah, probably I don't not. think so. Um, um, but yeah, 2001, totally incredible. Such a vision, epic. The very end of the movie with the space baby always roughs <laughs> me a little the wrong way. <laughs> but I'm literally like, this movie is like perfect from beginning to about 15 seconds before it ends. <laughs> Is it because is it because the baby looks <laughs> because the baby makes so eye contact bad. with me? Oh, I thought you were gonna say looks oh, it at looks you. Looks right at you. Yeah, I mean it totally does. No, I think it is because it looks so bad. Yeah. and I think there's something about it that the movie is so like just doesn't show anything. Yeah, I mean it has like the room sort of at the end where you're like, oh, I'm sort of seeing a vision of like a thing, but. That to me is like the one where it's like, oh, you really kind of like showed us. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they, what other choice they could have made, but it was oh, like, yeah. oh, you sort of showed us something and I, and I would have preferred it to be lost to the imagination. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, but incredible. Oh my God. That, um, <laughs> the, the Stargate sequence. Oh my God. It's unbelievable. Oh my God. Can I say one more thing about the space baby? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking I'm of the museum. Up. Up yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But trash cans right over there. Um, the Museum of the Moving Image, speaking of, mm-hmm. had oh. a exhibit on mm-hmm. uh, uh, 2001 a couple of years ago that I went and saw. And you see the Space Baby like prop that oh, they use. My God. And seeing it, I was like, man, that's why this is look. <laughs> they didn't it... do a good job on this. <laughs> How big was it? It was, oh, maybe like three feet oh, long. Three feet long. Yeah, it was really oh, tiny. My gosh. It was really No, that tiny. to me, that is huge. But uh, I know. Well, mean. I mean, I was just expecting bigger because of the movie. I'm like, it's, that's how stupid I am. How I big it like, is. I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they got this base yeah, baby. It's like at 60 feet tall. There's nothing to compare it to in the vision of the movie. It's like exactly. close to Earth, but like it's obviously not it would be in comparison to if that. If it was like baby doll size, like yeah. Kubrick just got it from like his daughter's daycare yeah. or something. Like, this could be good for the movie. Yeah, put some goo on it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's face baby is not great. That um, happened right uh, when the uh, lockdown happened and I never yeah. got to see that exhibit which is like really upsetting because that is really one of my favorite movies have you been back since since then I only have been to see a movie yeah but I have not gone into their the exhibit I I have to, 
I'm a little disappointed that the uh, Muppet thing is permanent. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's really, really cool. It must just be such a moneymaker for them. It has to be, yeah. yeah. But you, what you lose is that mm. second floor that was like all the other permanent installation where it's like it was like the story of movie making it was like mm. you go in and it's like all those cameras you remember it, did, did you know what I'm I'm actually about? i've only think i've been it briefly before so okay. no i'd have no memory of this gotcha gotcha yeah. well the second floor was all like the technical yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. they had like all these cameras from like through the decades mm-hmm. and then like this little installation where you could see like the different film stocks mm. like this is what 35 looks like compared to 70 and stuff like that um and uh uh this like hall of portraits of movie stars and stuff like which i think is still there but half of that floor now is dedicated to the muppets uh thing which again like is interesting mm, yeah. but i'm kind of like knowing what was there instead uh yeah. i i do feel like a little bit I, I wish there was room for both but the museum is not really that big yeah yeah uh, small yeah. it feels very much like i mean that is the way with everything where it's just like oh yeah we got to make money yeah. We actually don't really care about <laughs> like yeah. showing you the history of like you will come in and take a picture with Miss Piggy <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> in a wedding gown or whatever. <laughs> Which like honestly iconic. Yeah, oh absolutely. Um two thousand one uh, one other thing I wanna say, oh my god, I love I love everything about it, but I love the sequence of him going to the moon, Floyd Haywood, like that yeah. whole sequence. I love him talking to like the Russians. Yeah. And you can see the Howard Johnsons in the back. Oh my God, it's just so incredible. So too low for me. Yeah, too low, too low. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Next is Bo Travail, uh, okay. which I've never seen. So I can't talk about it. Yeah, I've seen it. I'm going to say too high. Yeah, yeah. I believe it. It's another one where it's like visually really incredible. Mm-hmm. And it's great. It has like a really, has a really sort of like, I mean, fun maybe is like not the best word, but it has a really fun ending. Yeah. <laughs> and it's very like men and yeah. like masculinity, but also like queerness and like that kind of like thing. Uh-huh. Um, and it is like visually really good. But I think it's one of those ones that just like once it sort of gets canonized, people sort of gather around it yeah. and sort of like push it up. And it's like, hmm. I don't know. This is how I feel Too about high. The Searchers, which is not oh, in the top yeah. 10. It is number 15. Because the tide has really turned against The Searchers. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I just, I I like Westerns as mm-hmm. a genre. I, I find them, the, the formulaic quality that they have, like, does not bother me. Mm-hmm. I, I find there, there's a lot to, like, enjoy about yeah. that. I mean, and they were, like, big in my family, so I'm, like, conditioned to enjoy them, all that stuff. I... I d- don't like the searchers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think like any any of the Anthony Mann westerns are like more entertaining and mm. like have a little bit more to say about the though and I also think that the thing people say about the searchers is like oh it's like yeah it's like about like you know John Wayne like goes to get the captured girl back from the Native Americans but like it's kind of a comment on that more than anything else and I just don't see it maybe yeah. it's because i'm stupid <laughs> but i don't think it's like i don't think an audience going to see this in 1956 would have been like oh i don't know if i quite like the way that made me feel you know what i mean i <laughs> yeah, think it's yeah. very easy to miss if you're not looking for it yeah. which is a problem yeah for that's me. a problem <laughs> <laughs> ding ding too yeah. high, the too high. <laughs> <laughs> but it's had a big drop off people were expecting yeah. to have more of a drop well, off though Talk about, I mean, I want to see how, how high it's been in the past. Because uh, it's definitely been in the top 10. Yeah, it's like, definitely the top In 2012, 10. it was number 7. Wow. And in 1992, it was number 5. Wow. And I think that is as high as it got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I like still. really had a moment. But that's when it feels like that's it's like, well, we've got to have a Western in there. So mm. like that'll just be the Western that represents yeah. the whole thing. It's pretty like epic, mm-hmm. which I think also sort of like helps make it be put on a list like this. Yeah. 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 Um, I see why it's picked yeah, as, the, yeah, yeah. as the as the one. There's uh, some like visuals. We've all seen those stills. Yeah, <laughs> of them looking out the door. <laughs> just every yeah. film textbook. Yeah, has that absolutely. Job. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably on the cover of some uh, too, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite western? Um, uh, man. Honestly, it's pro- it probably has Jimmy Stewart in it, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and Anthony Mann probably directed it. So probably like one of those. They they all kind of blend together. It's like mm-hmm. the Far Country or Winchester seventy three or nice. or the the Man from Laramie yeah. stuff like that. Nice. Uh, but I find him to be a much more palatable star than John Wayne. Yeah, uh, in that genre. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, why don't we split the difference and say <laughs> the Man Who Shot Liberty Valance is my favorite one. That's got okay. them both. That's got John Ford. You know. Yeah. Uh, I do like that movie a lot. Nice. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks for thinking through that with me in real yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's after Boat Travail? Well, here we go. This might be the rest of the show. Yeah. Mulholland Drive. Oh, here we go. Too low. <laughs> Too low, baby. No, I don't know. I mean, I you know, I think maybe it's like right where it needs to be. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, number yeah. eight. Yeah. It's number eight on the I list. I think that's really nice. And I love this movie. Oh, my God. I love it, too. I'm obsessed. Is it, is it the best Lynch? Do we Are we okay with this? You know... Uh, that representing is, him yeah i'm okay i'm okay with it and i, <laughs> I think, get why i yeah. think i get why though that like some people disagree and also i sort of understand why it has become the one that represents him mm-hmm. it's like it's about hollywood of course right. we love that <laughs> um it is a sort of I, it's not a palatable movie at no, all no no it's no like actively it's actively really not <laughs> yeah but um, it does feel a little more like a movie movie than maybe some of his like other more out there kind of things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely more so than like an Inland Empire, let's say. Oh, well, for sure. <laughs> but even like a Fire Walk With Me yeah, yeah. or a Lost Highway. It's like, yeah, yeah it's going to be like there's like a little more to like hang on to there until that like final third where it like lets loose oh yeah yeah oh my god um i think it's incredible i if i've people have definitely argued for other top lynches and it's like i can see that but it's like a a personal favorite for sure i i think it's it's probably my favorite as well yeah Uh, i mean i i totally see the blue velvet camp I, yeah. I would not argue uh, with this. I, I, I looked at it again recently, like within the past year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is actually really, really good. Uh, it is and really I, good. I think, you, I mean, talking about the Coen brothers, I think that's probably the one that was most influential to them, oh, particularly yeah. the stuff at the beginning with the mm-hmm. town and like the finding the ear and all that stuff. Yeah. But I have to say, I, I don't know if he meant the Robin thing at the end. Oh my gosh. Ironically. Mu- I, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't, I mean, I, I don't think you can just say like ironically, right? Okay. It's like, I don't think it's ironically, but I don't think it's, I don't think it's ironic. I don't think it's not ironic. I think it's meant to be a super heightened. Yeah. In that it's like very like Twin Peaks vibes, right? Oh yeah. Of just like this like extreme kind of weird, almost creepy happiness. Yeah. So I don't think it's like, ironic but i definitely don't think it's meant to be 
totally earnest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think. I think he knows what he was doing with that. I. I mean. I think that he knows what he was so doing. Goofy. But I definitely. I definitely look, don't like take. <laughs> Blue Velvet is like a Reagan, like <laughs> like everything's great when we kill the bad guys type of yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I also like watching it again. I was like less satisfied by mm. the ending than yeah. I than I uh, maybe would have been. Where it's kind of just like, and then we caught him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like the the wrapping up of the like crime storyline was a yeah. little like neat totally uh, for me. Yeah, um, in a way that I didn't like remember that part of it at all. Yeah, uh, and it does feel like having seen Twin Peaks through the end like we have mm-hmm. now it does kind of feel like a dry run for what was like much more mm-hmm. sprawling oh, uh, yeah. uh, um, uh, so that that's kind of affected it for me as well yeah I think it's a really good movie obviously it's a really oh, good movie incredible. but it's like I think he I think he definitely like matured and like created sure. works that were like much more interesting mm-hmm. I feel like I mean, when people are like, Fire Walk With Me is his best, I'm like, I can totally see that. But I think like Wild at Heart or like Lost Highway are like two that are really, I think, so strong from him. Oh, yeah. And really sort of like give you him. Man. Like 100%. Lost Highway last year made its rounds in the in the theater again oh, yeah, it was yeah. like mm-hmm. it was like this restoration, restoration ahead of the criterion uh, yeah. it's uh it's coming out or came out or I something think it came out yeah and we went to see it at film at lincoln center and mm. i mean howling with laughter oh, at different yeah. points it yeah. is so funny in yes. a way that i did not remember oh yeah uh, and um his stuff is uh, so funny it's so it's so Mulholland good. Drive is so funny. I love. <laughs> yeah. There are certain scenes that are just like wildly funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, when did you first see Mulholland Drive? I saw it. Uh, I I rented the DVD from mm-hmm. Netflix wow. and watched it like in my apartment, maybe like my second year in New York or something like that. Because uh, someone recently I saw was like, people love Mulholland Drive because it's like the first like surreal kind of like weirdo movie they ever saw, and I'm like. I don't necessarily know if it was the first one I ever saw, but it certainly was. I saw it in high school, and it certainly was like, oh, yeah, this is, like, freakier than a lot of other things I've seen. So I and I am like, oh, yeah, maybe it did. Maybe that does, like, warp my brain a little bit for about how much I love it. Yeah, maybe. But it is so good. But it's like when I watch it now, I'm no, like, less unsettled. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh, my God, I love it more and more every time I watch it. Oh, yeah. There's like some really funny parts where they're like in the beginning, there's like uh, when Elena Herring, wherever her name is, uh, is like walking down the street. Um, and there's like people like laughing and talking to each other walking down the street. And you like can't make out any of the words they're saying. Yeah. It's like so weird and yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. So good. Oh, my God. And Coco, the lady that oh, runs the housing place. My God. She's so good. She's that's so Ann Miller, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah Ann Miller. She's so funny. Uh, the way she says, the way she's. I, I I remember this read like so clearly. The way she says, she's talking about Naomi Watts character, mm. and the way she goes, she's got her big audition tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And the fucking audition scene is so wild. It's amazing. Oh my god! It's so crazy. Yeah, that is such an incredible movie. Yeah. He was really just like going off on that. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's also it's amazing. I mean, given the origins of that project, yeah, which like totally. which you know, but you know, for our listeners, you know, like uh, uh, that it was supposed to be a pilot. Mm-hmm. This might I might even it might even be more complicated than this. It was supposed to be a pilot for ABC, mm-hmm. and then it was passed on, mm-hmm. and then he. Like they they turned it into a movie, but they had already shot 
things for it. Yeah, I think they. I think maybe like two thirds of it had already been like shot right. or something. Right. It was, it was like yeah, it was like maybe like a two hour pilot or something. Yeah. And then they like shot just like a bunch more crap. Yeah. yeah. Threw it all together and made it into this incredible yeah. thing. Uh, so good. You know what? I want to look up because he was nominated for the director oscar mm, mm, uh that year for for mahal drive and yeah. i forget who he lost to oh and i'm God. pretty sure it was ron howard oh no <laughs> and i want to and uh, then also was naomi watts not even nominated she was not nominated i'm pretty sure the only crazy the only um uh nomination it got i think was for director was for directing yeah um let me find it here um this is good computer takes it is so it's such an iconic movie Mm -hmm. naomi watts at lax yeah (laughs) incredible (laughs) that old couple incredible yeah oh my god and they come back later as like little people oh yeah it's tiny little people yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it is truly so crazy oh my god that fucking thing coming out from behind the dumpster no i mean that is the most afraid i have ever been (laughs) in a movie ever yeah because uh, so you're so good. you're so convinced it's not there's not gonna be anything there <laughs> yeah. and then it's this horrible little monster yeah uh, did you watch inland empire when it came back into theaters yeah i did yeah that shit is so crazy <laughs> i saw that movie three times when it came out into theaters originally and i'm like i cannot believe i sat through it three times I know. it is great but yeah. it is like you're like wow you really let it all just hang out 100 percent. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh all that the stuff that's in like Poland or whatever. I have no idea what any of it means. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, did you find out? Uh, yes. It is Ron Howard who won for A Beautiful Mind. Uh, Sick. But he also, Twisted. so listen to who he beat out for okay. this Oscar in 2002. Oh Ridley Scott for Black Hawk Down. That's, okay. that's fine. That's, yeah, that's fine. fine. That's uh, fine. Also, Peter Jackson for Fellowship of the Ring. Wow. It's okay. He won later. Yeah. Robert Altman for Gosford Park. Ugh, no. <laughs> Gosford Park and Mulholland Drive coming out the same year is like, wow, we it's know awesome. how good we had it. Uh, truly, yeah. truly. I love Gosford oh, Park. Oh, it's so good. Awesome movie. Yeah. Awesome movie, The yeah. fact that neither of those men won, sad. I know. Ron Howard won. The Oscars suck. They, they're always getting it wrong. Yeah. Okay, what's next? Uh, next on the list uh, and this will be number nine. I have not seen this movie. I'll just tell you right now. Okay. Man with a movie camera from 1929. You know, I just saw that at an anthology. Thank you, anthology. Oh, yeah. All right. It's fine. It's like, it's so obviously historically important. <laughs> it's cool. It's like a sort of, it's a documentary that's like very meta. It's sort yeah. of like a city symphony, but also you sort of like see people filming and stuff. And there's some like really kind of like cool camera tricks. And it's that kind of thing where you're just like, oh, yeah, it's so important historically. Yeah. Does like historical importance push something up a list like this? Yeah. For me, no. (laughs) Too high. (laughs) (laughs) Number 10, Singing in the Rain. Okay. I'm saying too high. I'm going to say too high, (laughs) but incredible movie. I mean, yeah, yeah, Too high, though. Too high. To be the top 10 movies of all time. (laughs) But Hollywood fucking loves itself. Get over it. In in uh, in, in 2032, it will be Babylon. (laughs) (laughs) Singing in the rain, but better. Oh, you haven't seen it, Patrick? No, hell no. Don't, don't. don't I won't. Do not. 
I heard dude, about the ending. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I want to skip around the list okay, a little bit. Uh, coming in at uh, uh, 19 mm-hmm. is Apocalypse Now. Ooh, it's I lower than the Godfather. I think that's right where it should be. Godfather's okay. Okay, great. Yeah, we'll do yeah. these rapid fire. Think? Only I, like I think Apocalypse Now is pretty incredible. It's, I mean, unbelievable. I like good. it more than the Godfather. Do you really? Yeah, but I'm. I need to watch the Godfather again. I only ever saw it in my sort of like early twenties, and I was just like, the story mm-hmm. is like so not for me. Oh, like sure. uh, organized crime and like stuff yeah, like yeah. that is just like not my jam. So Apocalypse Now, I love. I think uh, you probably will like the Godfather one more than two. Then oh, I feel yeah. like two has even more of the like mm. the, the like crime story yeah, 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 element yeah. Uh, in it. But the father son stuff, I think, is great. And nice. What do you think? Too high or too low for Apocalypse Now? Like, I think right where it should be. Yeah, I, think uh, you're, I, think, I, yeah, I like that. Good. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. Um, and it's cool that it has like it's one that has stayed very static through the yeah. years. It's mm-hmm. always kind of like in top 20, 30, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's not one that like it goes through phases. Yeah. Like, I think uh, like, you know, they sort of like talking before other things like 2001 or other stuff, but like these sort of like epic productions. Yeah. I'm like, for me, that does elevate it in my mind. Definitely. I think like a thing can be so small and so special, but it's like when you are able to create a production that's so large and just like make it work, mm-hmm. um, I think that is really special. Yeah. 31, eight and a half. You know, oh, I wish I had a stronger opinion. I'm going to say <laughs> like right where it should be. I, no, I'm going to say too low. I think it should be a little higher than that. that. I, I think it should be a little higher than that. That movie is so fucking funny. It's really funny. It's really funny and it's really good and it's really like special and like, okay, it's another movie about making movies, but it's like, it is really good and it mm-hmm. sort of has his sort of like, uh, you know, magical kind of touches yeah. of, you know, floating out in the beginning of the car yeah, yeah, yeah. and everyone sort of dancing together. There's a scene in that movie where. He is like having lunch with maybe his wife, and they're at their at this like big cafe with all these empty tables. And his mistress like walks up because she's like gonna have dinner or lunch with them. But then she sees that the wife is there, and so she like starts to walk in one direction, but her like legs are like moving in the other direction, and is like it is so shocking to see. And you're just like, wow, incredible! Just yeah. for that moment, too low, too low. Hell yeah. Um, at thirty nine. Some like it hot. <gasps> too high. Way too high. <laughs> Way too high. Way too who high. Who cares? Truly, Get out of here. Truly, who cares? Yeah, that is a movie for grandparents, <laughs> yes. and it's okay to let it die. Also, like, why not Sunset Boulevard? Oh, yeah, that's a great movie. That's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some like it hot. No, thank you. Uh, too yeah, high. Yeah, yeah. Way yeah. too high. Um, 43, Stalker. One I know that's special for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> really special. Well, here's what I'll say. It's not my number one Tarkovsky. Mm. So, and I think he has others that are higher up, maybe like Mirror. Mirror is very I high. would put like Andre Rublev, Mirror. I would even put Solaris above Stalker. Yeah. So to me, Stalker can be right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah Mirror yeah, yeah. is tied for 31st. Uh, and so then what's what's a little higher? And it's with, tied with uh, tied with eight and a half and Psycho for thirty one. And those are yeah. all too low. Those yeah. three movies you just said are way too low. <laughs> Mirror should be way higher. Yeah. I don't. Mirror doesn't have to be like. Top, I think it's top ten in the directors, the filmmakers poll. Mm-hmm. But 
I can't get the BFI oh, website yeah, yeah, yeah. to load. Otherwise, oh, I'd confirm. Well, let's say it is. But uh, I don't think it needs to be top 10, but it's like, that is too low. That is too mm-hmm. low. 55, Blade Runner. It's way too high. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that movie. That movie sucks. That's another one where it's like, it's really visually at times, really visually cool. Mm-hmm. To me, you can't just be like visually good and be like a worth. I mean, you can, but it's like, you can't be this high on the list. Yeah. Put it down. Yeah. <laughs> that movie's boring as hell. That it is good. boring. I mean, yeah. it's it's very like interesting looking. Yeah. Uh, the look is cool. But, uh, but it's kind of like, you know, I don't need as much of this as there is. And I yeah. also don't care about the like, which cut is it? Oh like, my God. It's so, I, don't I don't care. I don't care at all. I, I don't, don't care, at, care all. at all. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Too high. Uh, it, here's an interesting one that I didn't expect to see on the list at all. Okay. At 88, The Shining. <gasps> Too low. Too low. <laughs> Hell yeah. So I love The good. Shining. The I'm Shining very is into so the Shining. good. Oh my God. In college, all I would do is get stoned and watch The Shining. <laughs> yeah. And my roommate would come back home and be like, I can't believe you're fucking watching The Shining again. Uh, but I love it. It's so good. It's great. Yeah. It's great. So stately. Uh, I saw it at uh, Syndicated right around the corner from here nice. uh, on Halloween this year. Oh, yeah. A blast. Yeah. A blast. Okay, but here's one thing about The Shining is that Sometimes when you see it with audiences, mm-hmm. they're really cracking up at Shelley Duvall. Oh. And I kind of hate that. That, that yes. like makes that me would really upsetting. Yeah. Upset. That makes me upset. She's um, great in that she's movie. She's amazing too. in that movie. They're yeah. all amazing. They're all really good. They're all so good. I've but seen it she's said. So good. Oh, I mean, she's like the yeah. I feel like she's like the the one. Oh uh, yeah. I've seen it said that Jack Nicholson is like over the top. But in that's it, the point. It is the point. Yeah. And it's that's like so crazy to say he to me. Is so funny in those early scenes where oh, he's yeah. just being like regular dad. Yeah. And he's like his just delivery. Like seething. <laughs> at one point, <laughs> at one point when they're just like touring the hotel. Oh yeah. It's like uh um Scatman Crothers takes Danny to get mm-hmm. ice cream and then like talks to him about the shiny, and then they go back. Yeah. And they come back and they like come around the corner and Jack Nicholson goes. How's it going, Dan? You finished bombing the universe? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love it's like it. Bombing the universe? <laughs> yeah. what, what phrase is that? What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's so good. I love, we don't drink. Yeah. That's love. Yeah, that's really Whether good. Whether I'm typing or I'm not typing, whatever you see me doing in here, stay the fuck. And when he's like, oh, yeah. he's like having that nightmare. Yeah. He's incredible. That movie is so good. Oh, <laughs> he's oh my God. so good. Oh, we got to wrap the show off. But, okay. but, but do you want to, since we're talking about the starting, do you want to talk about Eyes Wide Shut for like 60 oh my God, seconds? Too low. Oh, yeah. Eyes Wide Shut, incredible acting performances. Another one, you know, as again, everyone can have their own opinion on like what makes the movie good. For me, that's sort of like ice cold, stately, like movement through time is just so appealing to me. I love the way that movie works. I love the way it looks, the lights, the Christmas trees. Oh my God, it's beautiful. The acting performances are top notch. Oh my God, you got to see the uncensored version. If you are watching that movie <laughs> and there are digitally placed people in front of the people fucking at the orgy, turn that shit off <laughs> and get the uncensored version because it fucks it up. What do you think about the, what do you think about Eyes Wide Shut? I mean, that whole sequence in the, in the, in the mansion is like, is Amazing. legitimately one of the coolest things I've ever yeah. seen in any art yeah. form ever. Oh my uh, God, I it, love it. It is like, I mean, talk about, we were talking about Mulholland Drive earlier yeah. about how scary that the, the dumpster oh, yeah. sequence is, but the, the, 
Watching Tom Cruise enter the big room oh, and then yeah. everyone is looking at him yeah, in those costumes. those goofy ass masks. I mean, I watched, I tr- I'll tell you, I watched this on HBO Max mm-hmm. days Shout before out. Christmas. <laughs> when, it's a Christmas like, movie. Hallie had already gone up to Massachusetts oh, and I was like, spooky. I was like wrapping up work, yeah. you know? And so it was, you know, it was pitch black outside yeah. at like five o'clock, you yeah. know? And I'm watching this and I was just like, I need to turn some lights on. Yeah. I was so scared. I love it. Remove oh your clothes <laughs> that's the password for the door yeah oh my god it is so good also <sighs> shout out todd field director yeah. of tar as nick nightingale absolutely you know i mean i this, i'm such a stanley kubrick freak uh kubrick altman all the way but it's like so everyone is but it's like and eyes wide shut i think maybe even is like my fourth favorite of his, and I love it so yeah, much. Yeah, but yeah. 2001, Shining, Barry London, and then maybe Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, yeah. It's like, those are incredible. But Eyes Wide Shut, oh, man, oh, man, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That Nicole thing is Kidman. Something else. And she's like cracking her shit up while she's dreaming and <laughs> then know. wakes up and is so scared. I was fucking all these men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many good lines. Oh my god, it's so uh, good. Sydney Pollack too. Since we're talking, I know yeah. we have like half to go, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. one of the most likable actors. Totally. I mean, he's an amazing director on his own, but yeah. just like as an actor, I've never so seen him. Good. He's. I'm just like I want to so be like friends with that guy. Naturalistic, absolutely. Yeah. It's supposed to be Harvey Keitel. Oh I'm, really? I'm really glad. It's I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, the guy in the beginning, the Eastern European man <laughs> who's take, is like dancing with Nicole Kidman. Yeah, so good. That, that whole thing is. Oh my god. I mean, oh we god. could talk about this for another yeah. whole hour, but we should wrap it Incredible up. Patrick Keen, thank you so much for coming today. Thank it was you. such a pleasure. We've been talking about doing this for a while now. So great yeah. to finally make it happen. And uh, it's always fun to talk to you, buddy. Yeah, and absolute crime. Nashville's off the list. Uh, yeah. Absolute crime. Yes. Lock them up. <laughs> Do you want to? Uh, you want to plug anything? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's play like a minute of a song, and then people can continue listening to uh, Radio Free Brooklyn. This has been Clear the Dance Floor with me, Colby Smith. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Yeah.